Hey there. Thanks for joining us on The Small Podcast, where we uncover stories of dedicated small business owners who have sacrificed to grow and have creatively adapted to be where they are today. If we haven't met yet, my name is Scott, and with me today are Megan and Kyle Marai from Tambor Books in Ventura, California. Thanks so much for hanging out today. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Thanks for having us. Of course. Um, and for those who don't know about you, can you give me a high-level overview of how you describe yourself in your bookstore? Yeah, we are a small independent bookstore. Um, pretty small space. We have like 1,200 square feet of book selling space. And um, it's all been built out by us, the bookshelves. Um, every, all the books on the shelves are handpicked by us. Um, so we hope that it's well curated. <laughs> and can you tell me a little about the name too, where that came from? Yeah. Um, so the word timbre is um, a musical term. You can technically pronounce it timbre or timber, um, but it's a French word. So I think we like to say timbre, but say it however you want. Um, but it means tone or resonance. So uh, we really like the idea of having different books resonate differently with different people and that idea um, being true of books. So Nice. And then for your bookstore, can you take me all the way back to the beginning of where this came from uh, with the idea, even if it was back to your childhood? Yeah. Um, I think the, the history of the bookstore probably runs further back in Megan's timeline than mine <laughs> but um it's funny when Megan and I first met we met over a book so it was just uh it's always been a part of our relationship and our lives together um and so yeah I just I remember our first date and it was primarily about Harry Potter and, and books and so <laughs> we always joke about it but I loved it it was one of the things that we connected on so but Megan's Megan's uh been a bookworm since she was very little yeah uh, I've always had a book in my hand and loved reading, loved Harry Potter, have read it too many times to count. <laughs> was very embarrassed when I realized that our first date was just me talking about Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> have you read it before? Uh, both on of your own? own? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it was just funny because I read it and loved the series and thought it was, you know, I, 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 to this day, I still love it. We've re reread it since then. And, um, but I never looked at it at the level Megan did. You know, it was, and I remember finding a podcast actually about Harry Potter and sending it to Megan. And Megan's like, "This is not right. This, these things, I don't know if I feel the same way." I was like, "Oh, I thought this was going to be like a cool thing I sent you, and you'd be really excited about." Like, but she was like, she had like strong feelings about it. it was funny. Oh gosh, <laughs> is there like a big sub following of Harry Potter where people are like looking into like, is there deep history beyond the storylines? There's just deeper meaning, I think, than people. There's like realize. whole classes on like, yeah, there's, you know, this like symbolism it. or whatever metaphors or whatever you want to call it behind, you know, the the whole series. But yeah, I we could get that. carried away. We shouldn't. There'll be another podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the yeah, Harry Potter podcast. Um, <laughs> the correct perspective. I'm taking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had a friend who tried to get me to read it for years and I was like, oh no, like, I don't have the time or whatever. And I finally took him up on it. I have to say it was one of the best stories I have yeah, read. Really great. Yeah. So there you go. I'll, I'll give you that. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell me about how do you go from that um, to opening a bookstore? Like, what influenced you along the way from I love reading to um, a little bit more into the bookstore world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, um, you know, for us, a big part of our life is travel and um, visiting cities and, and different countries and cultures. And one thing we've always valued, you know, it's funny, we'll, we'll travel somewhere and say, where's the good food? And then we're looking and say, yeah, where's that good bookstore? And um, we have just been blown away by how much we get a feeling for a culture and community when we enter these bookstores in different cities around the world. And we thought Ventura needed that. Um, and wanted it and there are not to say that there aren't great bookstores in the area there there definitely are so but we just wanted um a specific feeling that we were looking for and specific type of curation that we thought would be valued so yeah and i think that um something we value about bookstores when we travel is seeing like kyle said the culture that has created them and made them Mm -hmm. unique in their own ways and knowing that um if you walk into an independent bookstore in Brooklyn or you walk into an independent bookstore in San Luis Obispo, like they're going to be similar in the fact that everyone there loves books, but different in what they recommend or what, you know, the community is reading. And uh, I think that's a really uh, special thing that bookstores um, create community around. Yeah. It's like this language in itself in a sense. and. I think it's cool when you realize like also when you run into the people that are in like a bookstore in Brooklyn and you can connect with them because you're a book person too. Mm -hmm. It's like, you've just, you've found your community in another place, Mm -hmm. you know, really easily. And it's really fun. Kind of like craft beer in some sense, like where you walk into a brewery and you like find other beer nerds that are like (laughs) talking about, you know, specific things with the beers they drink. And so it's similar, I think in that way. That's so good. I'm curious when you go travel, uh, what do you look for in a, a for a good bookstore where you're like, oh, I know this one's probably going to be good. In the same way we might be able to do at the coffee shop. Yeah. Hmm. I think something <clears throat> that I love that I hope we will do, it's on the list of things for us to do, um, is to have um, like recommendations that the booksellers of that particular bookstore make for you know, the books that are on their shelves. So a lot of times that'll look like a little description underneath the book on the shelf that some staff member has read the book and recommends it because, you know, for whatever reason, or if you liked this book, you should read this book. And I think that that adds like a special and different um, aspect to browsing bookshelves than you would get if you walked into like, you know, a bigger bookstore chain where it's just books on a shelf, you know? Um, so I think that that is, yeah, I've, that's how I feel like I've found my best books Mm -hmm. is just reading those little snippets that are written underneath the book that you're like, Oh, that sounds really cool. And the way they wrote, like talk about it, that seems like something I'm interested in, you know? Mm -hmm. But also I think it's like the small, we've run into like, you have like the more modern small bookstores and you like the really old ones that run forever. And I think, in general, we just kind of like seeing what it's going to be like. You know, we've been in like the, what was, what's the one in Paris? Uh, Shakespeare and Company. Shakespeare and Company, and just like seeing the oldest books you've ever seen and being in a beautiful area. And I think it, it helps 
these bookstores end up where they are, I think for a reason, it's like a big, nice part, you know, a cool part of the city or mm-hmm. just is surrounded by culture and people and moving, you know, things are happening and restaurants and all that. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if we have like a specific mm-hmm. thing that pulls us like to one or the other. We kind of want to look at them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What, uh, what do you guys look for in like a making your own bookstore? Like what are certain elements that looking back, at some places did you say i want to make sure that i pull those into mine i think a big thing is um having um events around books so which obviously in our current times is a really difficult thing that we haven't been able to really do yet but having um like readings by local authors or uh, authors that are on book tours, um, or, you know, an open mic for anyone who wants to read the poem that they just wrote or the short story they just wrote or, um, writing workshops or book clubs or, you know, anything or kids activities around books or, or readings for kids. I think those are really, um, really wonderful ways to build community around, a bookstore and things that we really hope are, I mean, that's a, a huge part of mm-hmm. why we opened and things that we want to be doing once we can. We have had one event that was a virtual event that was really great. Um, just, uh, yeah, just different. Yeah, it's just a really different experience. And, you know, virtual events, you can't, you're not seeing necessarily the people that are in the room with you and able to make connections in that way. But um you know, all in good all time. Good time. <laughs> and what is the picture you guys have had in your head of the experience when somebody walks in? You're like, that's Tamber. Yeah. I think it's uh, for me, and maybe your answer is different, Meg, but it's when we get someone that comes in that's so passionate about books, right? They love books and they just come in and they browse the shelves for a long time and like looking at every genre. And so just grabbing a book that out of the shelf and saying, I didn't even know this existed by this writer or mm. I love this writer and I didn't know this existed and being really excited to take that home. So it's that experience of not knowing, like coming in the browsers that come in, don't even know really what they want or what they're looking for. They're just there to experience like what's in front of them and then walk away with a book that they're really excited about. Yeah, I would say it's- Similar to that or along the same lines, um, having our bookstore be a place where people, anyone feels welcome, whether they're like the most well-read person on the planet or they haven't read in years and they just want to get back into reading. I hope that, you know, when they look at our bookstore, they feel comfortable to walk in and either ask for recommendations or browse or pull a a book off the shelf and read it and, um, Hopefully, once we can open up more, um, we'll have seating where people can, you know, pull a book off the shelf and sit and read and grab a coffee next door and um, write or whatever, or have a discussion about a book and hang out. Um, and that's that's like part of the way we designed the layout of the bookstore. There's like a bar in the center where you can come and sit and I mean, not right now, but eventually come and sit and read and yeah. and talk to us about books and tell us what you're reading yeah. or ask for recommendations. So, yeah, 
we definitely designed the space to hopefully push people in that direction. I feel like they can hang out. They don't just have to come in and, and buy something. They can just come and talk about books and or run in other people that are reading and talk about what they're reading and mm-hmm. come in and just be surrounded by books and get inspired to write stories or, you know, that that's what we wanted to do. So. That's awesome. I know you told me previously that you used to work at Topa Topa, a local uh, mm-hmm. brewery, and uh, you're kind of pulling some parallels between bartending and being able to recommend that to mm-hmm. recommending books. How has that been for you? Yeah, I think um, I worked for Topa Topa for four years and it was like one of the best jobs I've ever had. Um, and I think something that was really unique about that job is you you know, you're standing behind a bar and someone walks in and sits down across from you and you know nothing about them most of the time. Um, And you can start a conversation with them and it can be really surface level or sometimes it can be deeper. Um, And I think I've just had some really eye-opening and rich conversations from those experiences. And I think book selling is similar in that way where you're uh, your business is opening itself up to people to give them the opportunity to share whatever they want to share. And they can sit down across from you and share about the book they're reading or the books they want to read. And that can lead to deeper conversations or it can be deep in itself, you know, no, hearing what someone has loved reading or what they hope to read. Um, yeah. So I think that's a part of book selling that I really love and and it's a really rich part of being in this industry and um yeah can you walk me through what the process was to go from let's this is an idea actually even from how that idea started of let's actually open a bookstore um and how long ago that was too I actually don't know that and then uh, when that idea sparked and then to when you started actually making it happen and then the process of now opening. Yeah. Um, I think the the idea of opening a bookstore started from when Megan was a kid and had a dream to to have one one day. But I, wow. and so it's something we've always talked about when we, and um, going through the pandemic and being in quarantine, I think made us kind of take a step back and say like, what are we looking to do? Uh, you know, I think just, just resetting our, our, yeah. our values and mindset around life. And one thing we want to do is go after our passions and make sure we are moving ourselves in that direction. Um, and so we, we've always talked about it like as in a light way. And one day we were at singing sun, getting a coffee and the space next door was available. And we were just kind of putting our heads to the window and looking in and, just thought the space would make a cool little bookstore. You know, we knew it was small, but just were like, man, right next to Singing Sun, be great coffee shop and a bookstore. Venture mm-hmm. needs it. It's Midtown, all these great families in the area, and we just kind of thought about it, and then kept going back and getting coffees. We that were, was in like April, I think. Yeah, no, it, was it, was, it was like March. It was like March of 2020. Yeah, yeah. so right when everything so, was like shutting yeah, down. Yeah, <laughs> right when everything was like fully shut down, and. <laughs> Singing Sun had their booth outside and stuff. And, and, uh, we went and saw my parents. We have a house in Three Rivers, California, and we were sitting by the river reading books. And I kind of just mentioned it to, we kind of mentioned it to our parents that we were interested in doing this thing. And we're like, 
well, why don't you guys just go try, go, go take a look at the space, you know? And then from there it just snowballed because we got the space and we got approved for it. And we're like, we signed the lease and I will never forget that day. I think we were both like sweating <laughs> and like freaking out because we were like, Oh my gosh, we just signed a lease. Like now we we're full, we're going like we, we can't. I remember we were signing the lease and he was like, uh, the guy we were signing the lease with was like, so do you have like a warehouse of books? And we were like, we have nothing. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have a mental we list of the will. books that I want. We have a warehouse in our head of yeah. books that we want to have. But yeah, so that was cool. And then it just took off from there. We just one step in front of the other and we knew what we had to do. And that was uh, the really cool part about being a team with Megan is she's just brilliant mind in books and has loved them and read so many and is a writer herself. So has a high aptitude and kind of value of where where the bookstore should be as far as curation and i've been raised in a family that has been around woodworking and and working on building things yourself and diy and and uh so it drove me on my passions to kind of build out a store for the first time and learn what that takes and have a huge appreciation for all of the carpenters and men and women out there building stores Mm-hmm. It was a huge undertaking just for our little 1200 square foot store. So, um, yeah, it just, it kind of just went from there and we had really good support from our family and friends and, and helping out sanding, staining, um, helping lift up bookcases and, yeah. um, reading about books and staying up late with us curating. So it was a full family, family thing. And that's been the coolest part about it is it brought us all closer together is this, this, small business we started so yeah and what was that process like and how long did that take to actually build out all the shelves and all of everything else inside um it was took a it took probably like three over three months in a sense because it's from the time of like sitting down and penciling it out and drawing up the bookstore and thinking about layout until we started putting books on the shelves. I think it was at least three months. We signed the lease or we got the space July 1st and then we had our grand opening on October 17th. So it was like pretty quick turnaround. We were working all the time. um, Yeah. Which was... And we had our own jobs outside of... Yeah, we were both also still working (laughs) other jobs at that time. So it was huge. Weekends were taken up. Nights were taken... We were up late every night working on it. But uh, yeah, it was a good amount of good amount of work. And where is there ever any time to where it was just too much to where you guys were like, I think this is a little too crazy and I think I'm done with this? There were definitely some challenging times. I think one of those things was I had underestimated the what it would take to create an opening store order of books. Um, I think that was something that I was looking forward to a lot and something that I did enjoy, but didn't quite gauge correctly the magnitude of, you know, selecting every single book that's on the shelf, which is something that I'm really proud of our bookstore and knowing that that every book that is on the shelf has been vetted by us yes, or yeah. by, you a know, good a friend good or... friend who knows their stuff. Um, but I think that was, you know, many late nights we're up till 2 a.m just researching books and and being humbled knowing that or learning that there are 
so many books out there that people have written that are really good that we want to have on our shelves and um, taking the time to like properly, uh, you know, research them and, and see if there's something that we want to put on our shelves. So that was a big, big undertaking. And we had a lot of help. Our siblings helped us research. And I have friends from grad school that gave some really good recommendations and in genres that I am not as well versed in. So yeah, that was cool to see. Yeah, that was great. No, but I think there was a point close to opening maybe a few weeks prior that we were pretty tired. And, uh, I think I was like full of sawdust and Megan was deep in an Excel spreadsheet trying to get everything <laughs> yeah. organized. And we were up until like late, we were up late working on it and then probably stayed up another hour or so just talking because we got to that point where we we're both just exhausted. And, you know, when you're exhausted, things come up and you start looking at things differently. So we, we just kind of had to reset and remember why we're doing it and how much we value this community and why we're, you know, just reminding ourselves why why we're, we started this and that kind of reset us. And since then, it's been awesome. So, And what was that why that you guys both kind of landed on to where you got your second wind? Well, we, Megan is recently graduated, well, somewhat recently graduated her with her master's in creative writing and fiction. And when we got married, we knew it was something that she wanted to lean her career towards and just hadn't, it's really hard the writing world Megan talk more to about getting your foot in that, in that industry. Um, you know, in a sense it's, it's an art, right. And so it, it has to come with value from other people that see that value in you. So you have to, you have to have a community and a network and you have to kind of work your way into it that way. And, um, we looked at the bookstore as a great way to just make sure that, you know, like with anything you're excited about or you're trying to be better at, you got to be in it. You know, you have to, mm-hmm. you have to live it and dream it. And, um, I think the bookstore was that for Megan. Yeah. It was like just kind of a starting point for that. So, um, that was one reason we knew we wanted to do it. And the second, the main reason was that we knew we thought the Ventura community would love a bookstore and would value that in a big way. Um, and yeah, we just had a passion to have our own independent business too, that, mm-hmm. um, we could have let our creativity kind of run with. So yeah, it's been really good. Yeah. And I think that something that I value so much in about books is that it doesn't really matter when they were written, whether it was, you know, written hundreds of years ago in Russia, or if it was written uh, six months ago in New York, like there are things that we can always be learning from them. And I think often they can speak more to the human experience than we can put words to ourselves, um, or at least we can identify with that uh, in a better way. Um, or sometimes it makes it easier to to know how we're feeling through reading things. Um, so yeah, I think that I just wanted to make sure we had a place for that in Ventura. And there are other bookstores that we love um, in this area, but I uh, just continuing to be a part of that legacy of, of promoting books for people to read and talk about and learn from and grow from. So looking back the last 
couple of months of you guys being open, have there been any memorable stories of uh, people coming in for you guys? Um, yeah, definitely. I think uh, something that I've really loved and have felt like, oh man, this is why we opened a bookstore is when people come in and this has happened a few times. They're like, I don't know what to read. Um, I, I just want a really good book. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I make some suggestions and, and oftentimes it's books that I've read and really loved and, um, they'll take me up on that and they leave and I'm like, Oh no, I hope, <laughs> I hope they like what I recommended or I hope that they have, you know, can see the quality in it and that I'm not crazy and that it is a good book. And, and then they'll come back like a month later and be like, Oh my gosh, I love that book. And it made me think about these things and I recommended it to more people and just seeing how those connections have been made through books and that it's perpetuated right to the next person um, that I've never met who this person Mm. knows and, and kind of, in a in an underlying way creates this web of people who have read the same thing and mm-hmm. you know come away with different things from it but in a sense are connected in that way and and can gain a similar understanding in new ways so yeah um but yeah getting getting back to to that um around good experiences with our community in our, or in the bookstore in general. I think something that I've really valued recently is um, just seeing the amazing support we've had from the Ventura community in the surrounding cities and coming into our books are just super excited for a small business to be starting during a pandemic mm-hmm. <laughs> and some hope in that and realizing that like we can get through this and there's going to be, there's a life on the other side of this that we want to make sure is enriched through small business and and making sure we hold on to the, the culture of Ventura. And, um, you know, we've, I've had some people come in and, and just express their gratitude for us being open and saying, they're so happy that we're open. Mm. And one person in particular just saying, you know, like we really don't want to come out of the, of quarantine and our city be gone, you know, and, um, have all these small businesses close and what, what would Ventura look like at the end of that, you know, and, and just having that mindset around in, you know, holding on to the culture that's been created and, and establishing an, a new one in a different way as we get through this, these crazy times. Um, it's been really cool to see as a, as a small business owner in the city. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. And you kind of said it's something in an interesting perspective too, is that really the small businesses of a community really can define the culture of it. Yeah. You think, cause that's where people are hanging out and that, uh, it kind of sets even like a visual vibe for what's going on. Um, so I think that's, yeah, that's really important. Yeah. And if you look at the small businesses that are inventory and how um, the diversity of them, it's really telling of the city itself and what it values and what it supports and what's been able to open and stay open and, and, uh, or, you know, the support that they've put behind some of the businesses that are struggling to make sure that they're still around at the end of this um, mm-hmm. has been really cool. Yeah. And what does that look like from, uh, obviously you guys don't have anything to compare to beforehand, but what does that look like for being in COVID with specifically a bookstore in terms of, uh, like other precautions you need to take or, um, 
yeah, any limitations that you might need to have? What does that look like? Yeah. Um, I mean, we're of course being good about sanitizing everything and, you know, you got to wear a mask and all of the things that uh, mm-hmm. businesses are, are doing right now. And our capacity is limited um, to six people at a time and you can't, you know, sit in the bookstore and read a book or grab a coffee next door and come and hang out yet, which are things that we're hoping to be able to do down the line. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think the nice thing about a bookstore during this time is it is a space where you can come for a little bit and walk around and pull a book off the shelf and look at it and touch it. (laughs) And, um, you know, I think that's kind of a rare thing right now. Like we don't, there's not many places you can go outside of your home, um, in a safe way, uh, and do that kind of thing. And so I think we're kind of in a unique position as a business and feel very fortunate to be, um, that space for people. And, um, yeah, so I think that's been, it's, you know, it's hard because there's so many businesses that are really, really struggling, especially in like um, the food and beverage industry. And uh, you definitely feel for those businesses and, and want to support them in every way you can. And then, you know, we're this is all we've known and people are reading more than ever right now. And so it's been really a cool experience for us to have people come in and, you know, come in multiple times and they're just plowing through books and able mm-hmm. to, you know, pick up their next read. Cause that's all they're doing right now is reading and I don't yeah. know, maybe making sourdough. But Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's definitely been it, you know, when you compare ourselves, I think when we were all deep in quarantine, there's a lot of online shopping going on. There still is today. It's a, it's a big way people are getting what they need. Um, but when it comes to something like your hobbies and or reading a book and, you know, we've had a lot of people coming in and just saying, Oh, you know, it's so hard to browse good books online, you know, mm. and in a lot often when you're online shopping, you kind of know what you want already, you know, what you're looking for, or you're researching online, but it, it's just a lot of, it's, you don't get that experience of just walking into, you know, a bookstore and, and not knowing what you want and coming out with some good reads that you're excited about. And, uh, that's something we've been really excited to provide and people have expressed, um, in the time we've been open through this, so. mm-hmm. like making, so, so we don't really know what it looks like to not be in quarantine. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> not a good. We're not necessarily a good pulse on normality yeah. versus this, but we we have a feeling for it, and we yeah. we we have a feeling that this will continue on. This yeah, I think what's interesting too is that you guys have kind of touched on something that's so core to how everybody's feeling now, to where you see a lot of companies who have had to adapt to do, let's say, restaurants. Everybody's doing yeah. takeout. And so they've had to get these online ordering systems to do things outside of their space. Mm-hmm. And you guys have sh- been showing how people still really love to come see things in person and touch it and hang out and, and see each other face to face and talk about something. So yeah, uh, I think it's, that's a really cool just to see the, just the way that we still really need and want that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's core to how we, how we all live in a sense is like we, it, half of it, half of you know an item like a book in itself is the experience of finding one a good one right yeah and that comes with a lot of things you know so and it's cool to be able, like we've had I've had so many um, 
like parents come in with their young oh, kids yeah. and they're like, they're like, oh my gosh, my kid hasn't been in a School. store, yeah, yeah. hasn't been a, in a store in, you know, months. This is the wow. first time they've been like in a store and they feel safe enough, you know, cause they're the only ones in there at the mm-hmm. time or whatever to come in and do a lap. And like, that's enough, you know, and they, it's really, I feel grateful to be that space for people right now. And when everyone feels very, um, locked up in their homes and yeah, I think you can only watch so much Netflix and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and browse so many videos. And I think we're also seeing that movement too, with parents coming in with kids and grabbing books off the shelves and on their fourth of a six series or something, you know, and just being super excited because that's what they're doing together, you know, and, um, it's just a different experience that we didn't expect to have, I think. And it's been really cool. Awesome. Looking uh, now at the coming months, what are some of the best ways that we can support you guys? Um, I think continuing to come by the shop, if you feel comfortable um, and browse, or we were also happy to do like curbside pickups if you want to call the store email us and um, order books over the phone and we have pretty good access to most books that um, you would anyone would want so um, yeah give us a call and we're happy to order books for you it's a pretty quick turnaround too usually a couple days Um, and we will be starting I can't give a date but (laughs) it's in the works to be um, starting a book club. So that's one way where, you know, you can feel part of the community and also support us by um, getting your books for the book club from us. Um, So that's something to keep in mind in the coming months. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the main, yeah, just, just continue the, what everyone's been doing. I think it's been really great. Community has been amazing and, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just stay engaged with us and telling us what they're looking for and keeping that the business going. So it's, yeah, I think, you know, there's other ways to support um, us too. We've got um, bookshop.org. They've been really great. That's how you can purchase books online through us. Um, we have an affiliate page on there. So that's one other way to support if you are not you don't feel comfortable coming to the shop. As well as libro.fm if you like audiobooks um we partner with them for audiobooks too so you can order audiobooks through them and it supports our bookstore which is really neat and how do you spell that uh it's libro fm so it's l-i-b-r-o dot fm and then you can search for our bookstore um they're kind of a hub for all independent bookstores uh yeah it's really great when you when you buy an audiobook on libro FM, it'll ask you what what bookstore you want to um, affiliate with, and you can just wow. type in Tambor, and it would come up. Mm-hmm. Which is the same for Bookshop.org too. They yep. do, uh, but that's physical books, not audiobooks. Nice, that's great to know. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Um, and looking in the future, obviously, in the, the hopeful days where we'll be able to hang out there again and um, all read and browse together and sit at your bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there any other things that we can keep an eye out for? that you guys might be doing in the coming months? 
Yeah, I think once we, once people are allowed to, you know, sit inside and hang out, um, we'll definitely be doing events. That's like a huge part of our hope and vision for the bookstore is that it will be a community hub for different events, whether that's readings or workshops or book groups or kids events. Um, So those are things we're excited to have and also just seating inside where you can come and hang out and grab a coffee next door and, um, you know, write in the bookstore uh, surrounded by books or pick up a book off the shelf and read. And, um, yeah, I think also events wise, we, you know, it's, we, we definitely focus on books, but another focus we really want to have is on the community. So, you know, when it comes to workshops too, we've, if we're still working on it, but considering how we can lay out the space in a way that local artists or anyone that has their particular thing they're passionate about that wants to do a workshop and needs a space to do that in the evening or something with their community, that that we provide that for them. Um, so it's, those are things we're working on. Um, but yeah, we're really excited to be able to let people in the doors in a, in a bigger way. Yeah. Nice. We're excited to be back. Well, last question is, uh, what's the best way that we can stay in touch with you and keep an eye out for those things to come in the future? Yeah, um, we've got, we're, we're, we're mainly on Instagram. That's probably the best way to stay up on what's going on with the store and new releases just because it's an easy way to kind of show photos of the books and talk about them. Um, we, yeah, so our handle is just Tambor Books. Um, and then we also... Uh, you can sign up for a newsletter on our website, tamberbooks.com. Um, and I haven't sent one out yet, but I will <laughs> send one out and that'll, you know, keep you up to date on all things happening. Tamber. Yeah. All things Tamber. Um, yeah. So those are probably the main ways to, to keep in touch with us. And, um, we also do on Wednesday mornings, we're on the K- KVTA morning show on the radio with, Oh, nice. Um, I do, yeah, three book recommendations at around 7.50 on Wednesday, 7.50 in the morning. Um, on That's Wednesday awesome. mornings, I give some recommendations for, you know, it's usually new books that have just come out or something That's that good. I've finished reading or, you know, the new kids books. So it's just a short, like five minute segment. But That's great. I will uh, have to follow up so I can make sure to link that yeah. um, along with the podcast. Cool. Well, thank you so much both of you for uh, hanging out and for chatting and um, for everybody listening to, I've had some technical difficulties with uh, the internet connection. So this is um, our second time recording through this. <laughs> so, saying how much I appreciate both of you and your flexibility. And uh, yeah, I, um, this has been a lot of fun, but thank you both very much. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in person. Yeah. yeah thank thanks you. so much. Scott. We really, really appreciate having us on and what you're doing for the community. And it's mm-hmm. really awesome. It's a, it's a great podcast. Yeah. Thanks so much. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and have learned of new ways to help. For more details beyond this interview, head to thesmallpodcast.com. This project was birthed out of the desire to show the big impact of supporting small businesses. If you know of any other compelling people or stories that should be shared, please get in touch at thesmallpodcast.com. Thanks for joining me.